Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Denver Dave, sitting to my right is Cy, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Buenas noches, mi amigo. I don't speak Italian, sorry man. <laughs> and I don't speak Spanish. Ah, <laughs> I've been watching Narcos, uh, so... It's understandable. Yes, this is the three amigos this evening. Si. 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 Yeah, you can speak it. That's <laughs> I don't speak Italian. <laughs> and Spanish by the looks of it. Si. Anyway, week 15 is done, boys. It's time for us to review what the hell happened last week. And, of course, talking about stuff that's happening next week. Uh, we'll start off with some news. Usually the place where you start with news is at the start. Uh, Josh Gordon. He's out again, Dave. As you shake your head. Yeah, he's an idiot. Stop taking drugs. <laughs> don't so- do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah stay, in, stay in school. <laughs> As I nearly said, don't get caught doing drugs. But yeah, don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, if no, you're do don't, don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> or what you could do is take loads and loads of drugs in the off-season and then not report to your team and say, I actually want more money when it's actually because you're so drugged up you don't want them to test you. Yeah, Le- Le'Veon Bell is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all worked out for Le'Veon. So, uh, yeah. Let's talk about Josh Gordon then. Obviously, uh, he was traded to the Patriots back in September for a fifth round pick from the Browns um, in the last 11 games with the Pats this season he's caught 40 passes for 120 yards and 3 touchdowns uh, but yeah in his own words he was moving away or stepping away from the field to focus on his mental health but uh, according to NFL Network's Tom Pelissaro, uh Gordon's facing an indefinite suspension by the NFL for violating terms of his reinstatement under the substance abuse policy. So has he been released by the Pats or is he just moving away? No, he's not been released. No. no. Okay, so he still can be suspended then and he's still taking up a roster. The league can still suspend anyone. They mm. could suspend yeah. you, Dave, if they wanted to. They could. I mean, I'm not, like sure how much, <laughs> not sure how much an effect it will have on most teams. But. <laughs> so yeah, they, the NFL can still step in regardless of whether uh, Gordon is still actively on the roster yeah. or not, but he is no longer on the roster. Mm. So they what put him on IR or DR drugs? <laughs> drugs reserve. <laughs> drugs reserve. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, <laughs> he's, just, he's no longer on the roster. So they've essentially they've lost that fifth round pick for next year. Yeah. On that production, it wasn't bad production considering. No. No. I think they it, didn't have Edelman for a few weeks as well. Yeah, I think he stepped up a little bit, didn't he? So it'll be a bit of a loss. But the Patriots just get by, don't they? They always they do. do get by. With a little help from their black and white striped friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a good game uh, last weekend against the Steelers. Didn't come out with a win, though. Yeah, not that good. Not that Well, Gordon was playing in that game. The production had fallen off a bit. And I think they knew that this thing was coming because they'd started moving in Corridor Patterson uh, into the lineup. Yeah. I think they probably knew about the suspension rather than the, uh, the stepping away from mental health reasons. Yeah. What's the logic, though, behind him stepping away, though? I don't... I mean, is he trying to hide the fact that he's got caught again? I think he clearly has got some sort of mental imbalance. You know, if you look at it, I mean, he's been suspended four times now uh, for substance abuse issues, including a 10-game ban in 2014 and a 16-game suspension in 2015. Um, But then he was a 2013 Pro Bowler and Mm. was, when he was playing, one of the most productive wide receivers in the league, so... It's always a shame to see this happen, but he clearly is not right in the head. No. But maybe it strikes as a bit of a uh, cry for help, I suppose, mm. by doing it that way. Yeah. Or just stop taking drugs. 
So easy, David. It's yeah, so no, easy. it is. It is. I don't take drugs. So Moorish. And <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or don't get caught, kids. <laughs> yeah, it's easy not to take drugs. I do it every single day. Just don't take drugs, especially when you're a professional athlete. It's as simple as that. Mm. And if you've got mental health issues, I can attest to this. Get help. It helps. Done. That's what I that, mean, though. Is this him making a bit of a cry for help? By doing it that way, don't buy it. Oh well, well, no, I don't. I don't necessarily buy that that that, that he took the drugs for the cry for help. But I mean, the move that he made, it feels like a cry for help. Or is it circumnavigate a drugs ban? He's not going <laughs> to. He's not going to do that, though, is he? Yeah. That way. Yeah. I think. Yeah, you know, I, I I agree with you. So I think that you know he is making it known. You know, he posted this up on his uh, his Instagram, and um, I think he genuinely wants to. To play, you know, to to be in a good position. That, but, that's what I mean. You know, for whatever reason, it's not working out for him. So, mm. unfortunately, yet again, Josh Gordon is out of the NFL. Someone who's back in, like a shit Terminator, <laughs> Nathan Peterman. Mm. Woo! Oh wow! <laughs> the interception artist, Nathan Peterman, is officially employed again in the NFL. The gift that keeps on giving is join the Oakland Raiders practice squad because they needed a quarterback <laughs> that was an interception machine. <laughs> they do. They do. The fifth round pick for the Bills last oh, season was released shit. on November the 12th after Josh Allen returned from his elbow injury. Uh, the thinking, I believe, uh, from the Raiders is that they can release AJ McCarron, who's also brilliant, uh, at the end of the season and not take a cap hit. Peterman will be a lot cheaper. But again, what is the point of having Nathan Peterman on a squad Yeah, when what he produces is interceptions? Yeah, um, Because he'll help you get a higher draft pick the following year. <laughs> 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 Worth his weight in gold. Yeah. Yes, this yeah. strange move. Let's call it that. Well, they they pulled out all the uh, the clippings that John Gruden was doing before Peyton was drafted in 2017. When, of course, he was gushing over how pro ready this guy was. He'd come in on day one and make a difference. Mm. He can make a difference to your team. Just oh yeah, not the difference you want him to make to your team. Yep. Uh, if you want wins, I actually looked into this because there are some really great articles about Nathan Peterman. Um, one of them was talking about whether he was the worst quarterback ever, ever, uh, in NFL. And there are some great stats. Of the 356 quarterbacks who have thrown at least 130 passes in the last 40 years, Peterman ranks dead last with a passer rating of 32.5. None of the other 355 passers have a rating below 39. Wow. That includes such great names as Art Sch- <laughs> I'm going to get this wrong. Schli- Schlick- Schlichter. That's it, Schlichter. And Spurgeon win. Christ. You're just making names up now. Uh, you think so, wouldn't you? Spurgeon yeah. actually was a Browns quarterback that was the worst, officially, with over 130 passes. I reckon he threw a party at the weekend. It's like, yes! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm no longer the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of, uh, of Peterman's 12 interceptions, they come at a rate at 9.2%, which is also the worst among that group of 356 quarterbacks. Um yeah, since 1979. So since the AFL and NFL merger, he is statistically the worst quarterback ever. But this guy gets a job. Good luck to the Raiders, that's what I can say. As an AFC West fan, uh, good luck to the Raiders. <laughs> you liking this move then, Dave? Yeah, you? I'm going to find Derek Carr and run him down. <laughs> <laughs> I think you struggle, but good, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Have to get through the O-line first. Yeah. That would be really difficult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nah, he's, you know what? He's one of the, he's, he went to a Buffalo team. They weren't much cop. I'd like to see him have a go at a, a good team with a good O line. I mean, mm. 
it's a shame he's gone to Oakland from that perspective. <laughs> yeah. But he's one of those guys. He, would is he one of those guys who would be good at a good team with weapons around him? No. I doubt it. No, I don't think so. But it'd be interesting. Maybe, maybe en- we're completely entertaining wrong, to see. <laughs> It'd be entertaining to see yeah. though this guy go like this guy's absolute build give him a chance yeah. um, but you then need a good team to be able to do that and, and who's going to yeah. be able to well that's it's happened before with numerous quarterbacks I mean how many times has Mark Sanchez been in the league look when um, at the Raiders as well when mm. um, Carr got injured I think they went in with I can't remember who the backup was um, McGinney or something like that he then got injured and they ended up with Kirk oh, McGloin um, McGloin McGloin yeah McGloin. so McGroin got it. McGroin then, then got Connor injured, Cook, yeah. and then Connor Cook, who is like had, he, I don't think he had any reps all season. He was basically no. the water boy. Came in and played in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, what an opportunity! I'd, that kind of thing, I'd mm. kind of like to see, and I'd like to see it happen to Peterman. You are you. There is a kernel of uh, of truth in what you're saying there about Peterman getting thrown to the wolves because the games that he did play, that he was, you know, on a hiding to nothing. Mm. That Bills team doesn't really have a wide receiver. No. They, are, they are dependent on the running back. Yeah, I mean Tyrod Taylor managed to get into a, the playoffs, mm. but yeah, but this is a guy who throws no interceptions. Yeah. Yes, so whereas Peterman loves to throw an interception. Yeah. Maybe he's trying too hard, but for whatever reason, you know, they stuck him in against the Chargers. Um, there was only be one outcome on some of these games. Yeah. The Bears as well. We've had three interceptions for no touchdowns. You know, he's not been put in an advantageous position, but good quarterbacks find a way to make plays yeah, um, yeah. and this guy is clearly it's not his that his first yeah, year like, out of college though I mean the thing is when now. well yeah, uh, he was he was mis- mistreated though yeah in that sense the thing is when but, you when he left the Bills I remember you said Jim by that's your career done do you know what it's quite nice to actually <laughs> see someone say do you know what let's put that behind us and let's just bring you in to have a go you know to see what you like for the end of the season there's only a couple of weeks left have a look at him and see if he gets it now he's got a full off season to actually go and have teams look at him there's not many quarterbacks in next year's draft so there's a fairly good chance he may make a comeback for next season even if he only gets on a practice squad mm. and he's had one opportunity he got bummed out there good luck to him man good luck yeah, to him yeah good luck to him Just as long as he didn't land in Denver good luck to him <laughs> I, I think send him to New England yeah <laughs> they're going to need some quarterbacks oh, exactly no because he'll turn out to be good well that's what I mean how let's annoying how, would that be if he's good <laughs> I'd be good in the better check offense. If if you're a a tall white quarterback in the NFL that was drafted, then you'll always get another chance. Let's not, man. Let's let's not go down that road. (laughs) (laughs) You angling for a Nike sponsorship here? (laughs) I would. I'd love it. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's rough. Okay. Last bit of news, then, guys, is the Pro Bowl. Everyone's least favorite bowl has been announced. I like the Pro Bowl. Do you? I like the Pajama Olympics bit before it. Um, I quite like that the little games that they play they're they're pretty cool they're, whatever they're, it may have been right. in the past it's now just become a, a complete joke it's a farce yeah. well we we were um, so the wife and I were in the ballot for um, Super Bowl tickets and um, we got to the third round ballot and then we didn't get through that and then she goes oh I almost got tickets to the Pro Bowl really excited I'm just like thank god you didn't <laughs> last thing <laughs> I want to do is travel to no it wasn't it was in um, it was the first year it was oh, in Indy. Florida Oh, Florida. Uh, yes. It was in Florida, and it rained yeah. like horrifically. I'm like, I'm so it's glad we didn't spend about four grand to go there. <laughs> so yes, the Pro Bowl for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically the Charity Shield, yeah. but less prestigious. Not even that. <laughs> it's a game of touch rugby, basically. Yeah. yeah, that's really what it is. Yeah, the players are just trying not to get injured before the off season. I yeah. don't get it. And they've moved it now in the week between the divisional, so the championship game and the Super Bowl game, which means that the top two teams don't yep. have their players involved. Yeah. in the Pro Bowl like they used to 
Pro Bowl used to be an end of year party where everyone just got together in Hawaii and obviously you know it was still not a really serious game of football miss out because they're in the Super Bowl teams yeah and then you or, and then half of them miss out because they're in the Super Bowl right so what do they do to make it more interesting more appealing do they just get rid of it or do you do something to try and make it more relevant like in other sports for example I don't really know I don't know what you can do baseball <laughs> give, so give them more money so <laughs> that's, that's the last thing you need as an NFL player more money well no I know but then what incentive are you going to give them a trophy so I don't in, care about that in baseball it's slightly different but in baseball what happens or what used to happen was you'd have a seven game series and you'd have um, the American League against the National League and mm-hmm. the team that won the their version of the Pro Bowl would get home advantage in the first game because there's seven games you end up with four home games and three away games so if the national team won, if National League won then the National League representative in the World Series would get four home games and right. the team that lost would get three they don't do that anymore mm-hmm. instead it's the team with the best record over 168 game season <laughs> which seems more sensible but there are things that you can do um, I but, mean, then, but then you don't have the greater risk of injury and that's the problem yeah I mean the last thing your team's going to want is for one of their players to get injured so that negates the possibility that they're ever going to move it until the beginning of the following season like the Charity Shield for example because that would be madness um, so it's always going to be at the end of the season but then do they do it as a showpiece the week before the Super Bowl because there's always that week where before this, you know, where you have it in between and there's never any massive coverage of it no one's really interested in it so what can they do do they just get rid of it you could move it back to after the Super Bowl's finished so you've then got the pick of all the players that have played um, through the season. Uh, I think that, yeah, you look at all bowl, all bowl games are, are hitting this problem now where they're worried about injuries for the draft. So a lot of players now are starting to say, well, yeah. I'm not needed to play in the bowl game to get a high draft pick. So I'm just not going to risk it at all. I'm, you know, Apart from Jake Butt. Jake, but well, you he see, that's, that is a prime example yeah. of why they say I'm not going to do it. Christian yeah. McCaffrey didn't play in the bowl game. He didn't do any um, yep. pro day training either. He was like, I've done some tape. You've seen it. You know, I've done some home workouts and just showed you what I can do. You have a, trust me or you don't, and you pick me. And look, yeah. no, Panthers took him, and look what happened. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Jake Butt is a tight end in the <laughs> 2017 draft who was expected to go high, uh, decided to play in his bowl game, got injured, tore his ACL, and was out for the following season. Um, would have gone in probably round two, maybe three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, Denver took a punt on, on him in round seven, um, sat on IR for a whole year, came back, played about three games this season, got injured again, same knee. Yeah, I wasn't laughing because of the injury. I was just laughing. Yeah, yeah, no, it, people was, don't know who Jake Butler yeah. is, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, they yeah, will be. They will be. He's, he hasn't Denver played fans. in how long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you're a fastidian of the draft, you're going to know who he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he and he's one of those guys who looks really pro ready. Mm. Um, it just is what it is, you know. But it shows what can happen. We've now moved and, on the pre-draft injury. No, no, Sydney no, Jones but, for the Eagles yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Another prime example. Same. But yeah. the fact that you're then risking that. I mean, if you're a player, say you're both players probably linemen by the look of it <laughs> but Shall say you're both players genuinely are you, yeah. are you? Yeah. What, what are you yeah. I'm a ref <laughs> the refs have to move as well Dave. Yeah. are you I'm a line ref would you play in a bowl game I mean would you go to it obviously as you're invited but would you play would you risk your not, million not dollar your, income not your final year of college no. no 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 but I'm not talking about college I'm talking about pro, pro, pro bowl oh the pro bowl yeah I mean, as it is now, yeah, I'd go because it's just a 
partying this, this yeah it's, this you're still knackered. risking that you're still risking an injury yeah, no, yeah, though yeah. all it takes is one person in a line to fall over and hit your knee or something like that and that's it you're done you're not I, uh, yeah, yeah I'd go because I don't think the risk's that great. You just like a party, that's all it is. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think the, I don't think the risk's that great e- either, and for the pro, for the profile, pro and think, that's part of it. I think it would be a different story if it was, um, you know, a college bowl game, and it, I was in the last season of college. I'd probably have a bit more of a think about. Oh yeah, because it's some player's last ever game, and they're going to want to leave a mark yeah. on well, yeah, your exactly. spine. Yeah, exactly. But no, me, I'd probably still risk it. I saw one person suggesting that rather than the Pro Bowl, we should have a kind of uh, playoff for the first overall draft pick between the two worst teams. It's a stupid idea. Well, you'd rather watch that, wouldn't you, than the Pro Bowl? No, it, used be a prop- it used to be a game where yeah, people are trying. Because yeah. no, they, they tried got, to lose. No, whoever won got the first pick. <laughs> Not yeah. lose. The no, other you way lose, around, you yeah. don't get the first pick. Uh, no, they should do it the other way around. If you lose, you get <laughs> yeah, the first yeah. pick. <laughs> Just a load of safeties. <laughs> yeah. Now you've ruined it, Dave. Now you've ruined yeah. it. Um, let's just briefly talk about some of the people that are playing in this uh, this Pro Bowl. Von uh, Miller, right? Von, Von Miller's Miller. in there, yeah. yeah. Bradley Chubb. Well, you did you do voting for it? Did I? Did you vote? No. Did you vote? Sorry? I don't vote no, after I Brexit. Oh, I voted. Oh. I voted, and pretty much everyone I said is in. Oh. So, <laughs> I won. You lost. Get over it. All right. Whatever. I won in life. So there are some weird picks in here. Obviously, the problem with the Pro Bowl voting is that anyone can do it, and uh, as a result, you get some massive Homer picks for the <laughs> the biggest <laughs> names rather than the best players. Uh, as a result, Tom Brady is in there for the AFC, deserves it, uh, and Aaron Rodgers is in there for the NFC. I mean, they're, they're a joke, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> as all-time great quarterbacks, then you can talk about them. But yeah, this season's form has not warranted them being one of the top three quarterbacks in their conference I'd have voted for Bortles if it was me but that's just because you want to see some carnage yeah I know right <laughs> but you Josh wouldn't, Allen but you wouldn't see the carnage that's the point because it's just not a non-contact like Bortles Allen and the Lamar Jackson I like Josh <laughs> Allen three. with Josh Allen well, he's a great tight end good running back yeah so the running backs uh, we've got Philip Lindsay in there yep deserves it he's been very good this season on the NFC side was a little bit weird because you've got Todd Gurley Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott but of course there's no room for Christian McCaffrey yeah. I'd argue McCaffrey's had a little bit more impact you can make arguments either way yeah. um, I know. all been very very good <laughs> you can't not have Barkley uh, or Gurley Kamara in there didn't make it either no Kamara's not in there but he's no. not had a great season no, no. I think it, you, know, you could argue he's had a bit of a, a down year um, other than that there's nothing really to talk about on the Pro Bowl uh Maybe Van Der Esch could have been in there. He's not. Yeah, he was Is a he big not? miss. No. Yeah. Who you got in in the linebackers then? Oh, Dave! Now you're making me look at the screen again. Uh, inside linebacker. So on the NFC side, you had Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner. Okay. Rep- yeah. Slightly Keekley, I really like. That. Yeah, so do I. Hmm. Bobby Wagner. Meh. It's rep- he's had a very good season, yeah. Wagner, as well. You know, he's a, a lot of younger players yeah. around him. And he's we really played him. Yeah, we played him week one, and he was a standout player. Hmm. But yeah, I still think that Van Der Esch might have been a bit more side to side than Wagner. Other than that, yeah, it's pretty much you know, as you'd expect it. No one else. I mean, you're looking at kickers really, like uh, Justin Tucker and Will Lutz. Yeah, haven't been picked. Malcolm Jenkins didn't make it either. I was no about that. No, he's had a good year. He's no basically Mike been our, no T.Y. Hilton. He's been our secondary basically. So yeah. <laughs> on his own. Yeah, on his own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's move on, guys. Let's talk about uh, the schedule and teams this week who have gone through to the playoffs. One of the teams have secured themselves the NFC North, and that is the Chicago Bears, for the first time since 2010. I'm sure no one's heard that stat before. Uh, so I just thought I want to say 10-4 and four Chicago Bears. It's been a good season for the Bears. Yeah. been a very good season for the Bears. It's helped that Minnesota have not done what they were supposed to do. And what they did last year, they're seven, six, and one, and the Green Bay Packers have completely imploded, yeah. uh, culminating in them firing Mike McCarthy. But the results still haven't really improved since he went. Uh, and this, when you look at that Chicago Bears team with uh, Matt Nagy, they've got a really young core. Um, the complete—I actually had a look at this. The complete starting 11s on both offense and defense are under 30. Wow, that's quite rare that you don't have. Yeah, people pushing 34, 35 in there as well. So you've got people like uh, Mitch Trubisky's 24, Tariq Cohen 23, uh, even uh, Trey Burton's 27. He just he brought across from the Philadelphia Eagles. Howard's not exactly old either. Mm. No. no. Got his number here somewhere. <laughs> He's uh, 19. <laughs> And, and also, if you look at their draft class as well, so out of the oh, rookies, Rockon there Smith. are four. There are four starting players um, in the offense and defense from yeah. that draft from this most recent draft class. Yeah, Rockon Smith's the outstanding player. And the funny thing is, I had him lined. I think a lot of people had him lined up to go to the Raiders because he was the obvious choice of who yeah. was going to be mm. available then. And Raiders are going to be kicking themselves that they didn't take him. They mm. really are. I think um, they'll be kicking themselves for a lot of reasons. Yeah, Cotton Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I no get run over. Yeah. <laughs> no Rokon Smith. Derwin James. No Derwin James. <laughs> no, we're taking Colton Miller. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Miller's been pretty good at wide receiver for the for the Bears. Uh, James Daniels at left guard as well has been pretty standout. Uh, Bilal Nichols, a defensive line next to Eddie Goldman and Nakeem Hicks. So yeah, there's four uh, rookies in there are really making a good impression. Um, one person that hasn't been so prominent this year has been Jordan Howard mm. he's only 24 mm. but a couple of years ago he was absolutely slaying it especially in fantasy but this year his production has gone down from about 4.2 yards a carry to about 2.5 he's playing second fiddle now that yeah, now though to Cohen though so it's not really surprising mm. well uh, I was. he's getting the dirty yards that's the problem <laughs> I was trying to look into this, and actually, uh, a YouTuber by the name of Whiskey Ranger, but quite the right guy. <laughs> Don't turn off just yet, all right? <laughs> so sounds like a porn star. <laughs> this guy does a lot of Bears videos, and he actually did a missing person video on Jordan Howard and why he's not being as productive now as he was before. And he did all the research, so I didn't have to bother. Basically, his conclusion was that. Jordan Howard actually did a lot better when the box was stacked against the run. So when you had right. just a single deep safety to beat after you've broken the initial line. Mm. So all of his... He had three 50-plus yard runs last season. All of them came when there were at least eight guys coming down into the box like a blitz package. So as long as Jordan Howard up the middle could make you miss on the first tackle, he then had a chance to break it to the second. Right. Uh, Makes sense. The, the conclusion as well is that since uh, Matt Nagy's come in... And they've started to throw the ball a lot more, and they've actually got some receivers to throw at. The di- the the box isn't as stacked, mm. and that means that Jordan Howard isn't able to run past the linebackers and get that that large run. And that's the difference, and that's why Tariq Cohen is so so much mm. better because he can bounce to the outside, yeah. he can get to the edge. Oh, he's like a greased eel, that boy. <laughs> he is very good. <laughs> uh, 
Jordan Howard not so much he's more of an inside uh, A-gap uh, star runner and that's why we haven't seen Jordan Howard so much which is a bit of a shame really because we were expecting it to be a one-two punch mm. I still maintain he does a lot of the dirty yards it's the same as when you look at um, the Saints uh, it should well be that Mark Ingram does a lot of the dirty yards the problem yeah. is he breaks seven tackles and mm. runs over people <laughs> and Howard's not going to do that um, so yeah it's one of those things you're always going to have your first pick and your second pick and Tariq Cohen is very much the first pick at the moment mm. um, I'm sure your porn star YouTuber guy knows a lot more than me <laughs> Whiskey just, Ranger it, but it, sounds like, it sounds like he's done some pretty good research yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll give him credit um, hmm. but yeah I just say what I see and it, for me it looks like Cohen's the main guy and quite frankly right too well, that's that then yeah. <laughs> yeah, in my opinion it, <laughs> it works in with, with Nagy's kind of offensive scheme if you look yeah. at how the, the Chiefs were set up last year it was screen passes out you know, dump off to the, the running back who can then move up the field and that's exactly what Tariq Cohen is Yeah, which is great for Tariq Cohen not so good for Jordan Howard no or Taquan Mizell he's the third choice running back apparently Taquan, <laughs> Just like, who? Taquan Mizell who's making up names now Dave he exists mm. He does exist. Yeah, you're just showing up Google there for people. His, that... n- his nickname is Smoke, apparently, because he goes up in the air and no one ever sees him. <laughs> that explains why well, we haven't Josh seen Gordon's him. nickname, wasn't it? <laughs> I also had a quick look at Matt Nagy actually, because obviously he's a first-time head coach. Um, it's his first season with the Bears, and he's taken them to the playoffs, winning the division. So, for those that don't know, I thought I'd do a little bit of digging history found out that he used to be a quarterback in the Arena Football League <laughs> wow. never had, it actually was pretty good he never had a season with a rating under 106 wow he played for people like the New York Dragons Carolina Cobras Georgia Force Columbus Destroyers and then in 2009 he got onto the Philadelphia Eagles practice squad didn't make the final 53 but he obviously made an impression because then Andy Reid took him in as a quality coach. Okay. So, took his licks in the Arena Football League, obviously got a chance in the NFL, didn't make it, but when Andy Reid then moved to Kansas City in 2010, no, 13, sorry, so yeah, he started off in 2009 with the Eagles, coaching intern, coaching assistant, offensive quality control coach. 2013, Reid takes him to the Chiefs and makes him the quarterback coach then the offensive coordinator um, for the last two years and then over here for the head coach at the Bears it's quite a journey that's, that's a quick journey he's only 40 years old yeah um, and he's done some really good work not only with that draft class as we said there are four starters out of that draft class um, but also moving on people like Mike Glennon from that uh, three year uh, 45 some, million some mess no brainer <laughs> <laughs> Somehow Ryan Pace has still got a job after that, but I guess maybe the latest draft covers that that faux pas. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's all, Nagy's also brought a lot of his coaches from previous uh, jobs with him. So uh, Brad Childress was the Chiefs uh, co-offensive coordinator. He's now come across to the Bears. Uh, former Chiefs special assistant teams coordinator Brock Olivio is the same position over at the Bears. His Delaware teammate, Brian Ginn, and Eagles colleague, uh, Bill Shuey, as quality control coaches. And the next Dragons teammate, Mike Fury, as the wide receivers coach. Mike Fury. Yeah. So, for all the, yeah, he seems to have done it the right way. He's moved yeah. his way up very quickly through the coaching tree. I think what, what he's done really well is, given a you know that he's an offensive guy, he's done pretty well on, the, on both sides of the ball, which mm. is slightly unusual, because you do see that 
some of them are it's not difficult with the talent they've got no, I, well no but you still need to use it and yeah, Vic Fangio exactly. in the corner has done extremely well this season I mean no one wants to play the Bears now. no exactly I'll have a go you'd have a go yeah why not get Denver in there it means, yeah, it means you need to get rid of your quarterback don't you so it seems like an easy way of doing it <laughs> it does mean we'll actually get to play a game get in the off season <laughs> rather than just sitting on our ass doing nothing now they've got the best defense in the league. I think statistically, I think it's them, and then about I think about four or five points ahead of them, or in terms of points that have been conceded, it's the Cowboys, and they're streak, streaks ahead of everyone else. What about the Ravens? Uh, they've I mean, got the most points on defense, haven't they? Yeah, but in terms of points conceded, um, I'm pretty sure that yeah they are miles ahead of everyone else. Um, just have a look. Yeah. Ravens 341 Ravens aren't even best in their division 250 oh no the Ravens are 253 ignore what I said Ravens have got the best defense uh, best defense I'm wrong some crack, so I was some right crack. and you were wrong some yeah. cracking stats well done Dave <laughs> yeah, at least I'm willing to admit I'm wrong as long as you got to the end conclusion which yeah, was true. I was right and he was wrong yeah. then that's uh, yeah. all that matters I guess yeah. <laughs> so the team that you love the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> have the best defense maybe that explains yeah. why you haven't got many points in your division this year ooh <laughs> we've got enough Dave don't worry about us <laughs> hey I don't want to worry about you we've already beat you once this year <laughs> okay so that's enough about the Bears let's move on to two teams that are now officially out of the playoff contention after week 15 first one is uh, a team called Denver Broncos move along nothing to see here <laughs> no there really isn't but um, <laughs> just, just for the benefit of those Denver fans Dave Mm. Uh, your season now stands at six and eight. Yeah. Uh, two losses in a row. Uh, two you... losses that we sh- that we shouldn't have lost yeah. either. Yeah. But you did. But we did. So that's it now for another season. Yep. Uh, we're not mathematically out of it. You are actually. No, we're not. Yeah, you are. I don't think we are. Um, <laughs> Trust me, you're you, out. Of you it. are. You are. <laughs> there, there are more intelligent brains than yours Where do we, that are saying you <laughs> yeah. are mathematically. Out. Where do we go now? So yeah. when what you look, now, well, when you look at um, the players who we've lost through injury, um, that's one thing we've got to try and keep people fit. I mean, we're up to our fourth choice tight end, for example. Um, Chris Harris is out, broken leg. Um, yeah. We've yeah, we've lost a number of people. It's not quite as bad as. The set uh, the uh, Eagles, where all of your injuries are focused on one position, but positionally we've just been killed across the board. Um, and when you're a very young team, which we are, that has a huge effect. And obviously, with Manuel Sanders being injured as well, we're now down to uh, what was at the beginning of the season fourth and fifth choice. I mean, Cotton and Sutton's still there, so that's the third choice. But you're looking at sort of third, fourth, fifth, and sixth choice wide receivers, and it's just yeah. We, we don't have enough experience and talent there and that showed in the way that um, we handled George Kittle for example in the 49ers game when he broke the record for number of yards received uh, in <laughs> a one game a lot of game. people have been disrespecting George Kittle haven't they with the way they've just not been covering him yep I mean, you were guilty of that. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know. I mean, the thing is we, we have a secondary we have a safety playing corner um, we have players who quite frankly aren't don't have enough experience in the league um we just we're not we're not as bad as we were the season before there's been definite progress and the squad's younger so it's not all bad so it's just 
progress now into next year then and see pretty what much we've never had a season we've never had a back-to-back losing season since 1968 or something like that um so we need an eight and eight <laughs> season this year please <laughs> that means you've got to win your last two games yeah i think we've got the raiders and chargers that's not happening then. No. chargers game could be a big one i mean we beat the Chargers earlier this season i'd be more worried about the raiders Nah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> you, you feel like I'd worry about them. Yeah, <laughs> Trust yeah you me. would. <laughs> yeah, you lose to everyone. Except um, the Patriots. Yeah, I'm. I'm not overly top worried. Top of the division. As I say, it's there's. What talking about? There's um. There's more. <laughs> there's more than enough talent in Denver, and we we've got. I mean, our our, our class from that we drafted has done very very well. There's been a few exceptions, like Troy Fumagalli, for example, who got injured day one. Yeah, but um, an injury you can't legislate. Yeah, you can't. That. No, absolutely. But the, I mean, the rest of the players that we've drafted have all done very, very well. Um, and, and you found a pretty good run game this year, haven't you? So yep. that will help. Philip Lindsay, um, again, Pro Bowl, second shout out of the game, second shout out of the podcast. So he's <laughs> just we've we've done all right. We've done all right. I think we've done okay this season. The problem is that we're relying on people we shouldn't be relying on, like Sewer Cravens, for example. Now. Sewer Cravens is not a bad safety, but he's a guy who you want backing up your main safety. He's not your first choice <laughs> safety that you want. He's just not. It, so, you, oh, well done. Yeah, oh, my my depth is great. Exactly. As long as I look at the top person on the depth. No, no, no. But I mean, if you look at the players who are no longer there, yeah, um, be through injuries. If you if we had a fully fit squad, we'd be okay. The problem is, as soon as you come down from that level, I think. A lot of teams could say that, though. Yeah, if you aren't there, bollocks should be your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you say that. <laughs> but it's the problem is we've had injuries across the board in key positions consistently, and even if we did have all of our first choice players, I don't think we would have been. I don't think we would have been challenging anyway. So it's kind of bittersweet. Yes, it's annoying, but we get a better draft. You're in the wrong division now, boy. Uh, you're in the wrong division to get out of that with just a mediocre squad uh, to a certain degree I mean the thing is in that division we're not winning that division there's still not a winner for that division yet we're not winning that division Denver are not winning that division so either way we're going through with a wild card and we weren't that far off a wild card this year if we won our last two games we're well in with a shout of a wild card yeah if 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 but we didn't and we had a very difficult schedule this year as well Talking like it's over already. It's got, got the Raiders. Oh, yes. uh, sorry, the Raiders this weekend. It is. Uh, it is over already. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an enjoyable season. We've seen breakouts. We've seen um, a Denverless. Uh, sorry, a Simeonless Denver team, which is good. You've seen Demarius Thomas move on. Yes, to the Texans, which saves us about twenty so, million quid next year. But he gets in the playoffs again. Yeah, let so. him. That's fine. We saved twenty million quid next year, <laughs> <laughs> and a player who you have personally said for the past three or four years that he's passed it now. Well, maybe the last two or three years. So who's that? Oh, Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Oh, well, he is. <laughs> exactly, and we've moved him on for nothing. Yeah, but and I think we got. He's not the number sixth. one in Texas, is he? He's the number one. He was number one in Denver. Mm. Not number one in Houston. Mm. I'm not sure he was number one. I think. I think oh, who was number one over? I think Sanders has been number one for a, a couple of years. He never was. Now. Sanders has always been has. number two wide receiver. Mm-mm. Well, this season certainly has been number one. He's been the go-to guy for Keenan. Well, maybe, but in production, but he's still not the deep threat that. Demaris Thomas is yeah because Demaris Thomas runs down there and can't come back <laughs> and because Keenum can't throw it that far yeah. as well I don't know. let's not go nuts <laughs> uh, the other team then that is now out officially of playoff contention are the Green Bay Packers obviously we've talked about the uh, the Bears and how good they were Bears beat them 
at home to uh, secure this result. And uh, the Packers are currently sitting at 5 8 and 1. Joe Philbin is the head coach. Uh, yeah. Not great. No, not, not great. great. Um, and also, we're now thinking that, well, Vegas is at least thinking that they're going to now bench Rodgers for the last two games of the season. Is Deshaun Kaiser still there back up? He is. Mm, okay. I think that makes sense, though. Or to bench him now. Yeah. See what you got. Yeah. Highest paid player in football. Pr- protect Face him your franchise. As well. Absolutely get he's, rid of him. Why he's not? been injured at various points throughout the season. I'd do it. You'd bench him, would you? Yep. I think there are. I can say three reasons right now why they wouldn't do want to do that. First of all, the Packers haven't gone winless away uh, since 1958, and if they don't beat uh, who is it? Jets and the Lions. Uh, they're away so at the Jets. Jets. So yeah, if they don't beat the Jets away, then they're going to be having a losing away record for the first time since '58. So they want to avoid that. Um, it's not a good look that the offensive captain doesn't have to play games just because they're eliminated, whereas the rest of the team will do. And also, Joe Philbin, he wants to advertise himself to his next employers. It's better to maybe get a win with Rogers uh, than blow out with Deshaun Kaiser under centre. So. Those are three reasons I can think of right now why they shouldn't want to bench Rodgers, even though you're right, the injury, and la 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 la. Yeah. Look for next season. Uh, and they're, they're not winning away. So what? Records are going to get broken at some point. <laughs> That's not the record you want to break. No, but it. You know these things do. And you know the Panthers, they're looking like benching Cam. Yeah, but Cam has been officially injured for a lot of the season. You could tell that with the the throws and yeah, the fact he can't gun it to someone anymore. No, because he wants to gun it straight yeah. to your face, but uh, he can't do it at the moment. So, um, yeah, I I can see the reasoning for wanting to rest Rogers, but he is the offensive captain. He sounded a bit incredulous when someone mentioned it after the last game. Uh, whether he should he's going to play anymore. He seems not even to think about it as an option. Yeah, I think he probably thinks no chance. I want to play, but I don't know. If it, if it was me and my decision, I, I'd I'd bench him. What do we think next then for the Packers moving to the next uh, next season? Because this is this is pretty bad. And also, you've got a young team with the Bears that are coming through, not just on offense but on defense mostly. Uh, the Vikings are a good team they've had some dodgy results but really their record isn't quite what they actually are they've got a young team as well um, and with the Packers you've got what? how many more years do we reckon we've got of Rodgers if he keeps getting injured every year it's probably not quite as long as you think but um, what three four years more of Rodgers before you see a, a proper come down yeah he's papered but, over so many cracks for that team for yeah. so long it's hard, it's hard to tell but yeah, I think three four feels about reasonable. But I think where do they go next? They they need to find the right head coach, don't they? That's key, basically. Yeah. Have we got any uh, Vegas betting over there, Dave, on who's going to be the next head coach for the the Packers or no. Flacco in that mix as well? <laughs> yeah, <Flacco's in laughs> well. For me, I I think it's fairly simple with Green Bay. You need to get him some receiving help. Mm. He's an elite quarterback who's not had any receiving help for some time. We've covered it some previous pods, so we're not going to go into it too much. No. Um, the myth that they don't pay that much money is exactly that, somewhat of a myth. They do pay decent money. They're not New England. Um, they have half-decent wide receivers, but no one who's elite. And every time they've tried to bring in someone elite and pay them elite money, it's not worked. I mean, this season it's not worked. They've got the highest-paid tight end in the league. 
you know it's and yet it's it's not 2014 why are you paying Jimmy Graham that much money yeah. so are you putting uh, wide receiver talent ahead of a head coach what's uh, more important for New England no for Green Bay no, for, Green uh, Bay. for Green Bay rather <laughs> for Green Bay I think it's more important to go and get wide receiver help or go and get offensive help they've got Devontae Adams who's going okay. to the Pro Bowl yeah. he has been legit great all season I think head coach awesome. is more important I think I they think. have their head coach already what Joe Philbin no <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <laughs> the level of power he has there is insane so but, no, but that's kind of what I'm referencing mm. so you need somebody that the right person to come in and actually be the head head coach that's going to just let him do what he wants to do but help him that's so why you want a defensive guy mm. to come in as the head coach yeah sort that defence out they've got some good players on defence Blake mm. Martinez well they drafted great all um, Josh Jackson and the other fellow I can't remember it was now I want to say Fitzpatrick it wasn't Fitzpatrick but yeah they um Mika Fitzpatrick not, Me, not the other that's one that's the Dolphins yeah, I know it's the other one Jair Alexander <laughs> J- yes, so they're Alexander right. and Jackson as their two cornerbacks both rookies both look pretty decent a couple mm. of years they're going to be very good they're playing opposite corners to each other and they look okay Yeah. Um, so they've got talent there but there's just not you don't fear them you don't think oh we're going to play them today they're going to put up 40 points because they're just not Yeah. Um, I think the last time they put up a, a real decent amount of points was against you lot in pre-season and that's how far back you go. No, that doesn't count. Exactly, mm. it doesn't count. <laughs> so you're not, they're not a team who are going to massively score you despite having the best offensive weapon potentially in the league. Mm. Um, so you get help for that. For me, that's the most important thing. And then if you get any half decent, as long as it's not Mike McCoy, you know, you, you, <laughs> you, you really work, don't like Mike McCoy. Yeah, <laughs> working with that offense, you're going to be able to create something pretty much no matter who you are so for me it's more important get some offensive help get an elite running back I like Aaron Jones but he's not he is an elite run- well he's yeah. great running yeah. back they just yeah. don't use him enough nah, yeah. no, or sort out his line then don't, well yeah don't don't focus on scrambling and again just don't throw money after old rope just because you sign someone on the biggest contract doesn't mean they're the best player, best player. It's, it is what it is you know but for me invest in talent <laughs> and for me head coach <laughs> <laughs> and between the two I think we can see they until you're an Arsenal me. fan you've had to put it with Wenger for 20 yeah, years up, <laughs> <laughs> so let's have a look at the standings then for the AFC and NFC conferences uh, so at the top in the AFC we've got the Kansas City Chiefs uh, then it's the Houston Texans in the second spot the Patriots currently sit at third, Steelers at fourth, then it's the Chargers at five, despite beating the Chiefs. Uh, so they have the same record. Uh, Kansas wins the uh, tiebreak over the Chargers based on best win percentage in division games. For those that are worrying. Yeah. So uh, Chiefs are four and two in the, sorry, four and one in the division games. Chargers are three and two. Uh, then the Baltimore Ravens have the last uh, playoff spot at the moment. They're eight and six, but of course, the Colts and Titans also are eight and six. Um, Baltimore wins their tiebreak over the, the Colts based on win percentage in conference games, and division tie was initially used to eliminate Tennessee. So that is why it's the Ravens above the Colts. There's the a Titans. fairly good chance the Ravens are going to qualify as group winners, as conference winners. Oh, here we go. Fishing again, Dave. No, no, no. You're only a draw ahead of them, and I would argue that they're probably in better form. Would you? Yes. I wouldn't. 
<laughs> it's always good to have a healthy oh, yeah, debate. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, the end. That's me. <laughs> I wouldn't. Anyway, we've next. Same, we've got, we've got the same win streak as they have at the moment. Cool. Awesome. One. All right. Yeah. And previous to that, you lost against the Raiders, and then previous to that, you lost against the Broncos. Yeah. Exactly. Two terrible teams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are two terrible teams. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can agree on that, but, you know, Ra- Ravens would get smashed in the playoffs. Maybe. Except against, they might They might really defense hurt the wins, Patriots. But, defense um, wins games and championships. I think it's hilarious they've still got a quarterback that they can't trust to throw the ball. I mean, that hey, is not you, looking good. When you run it 66% of the time, you need to throw it, it works right? every time, yeah. <laughs> I'm not having that. I actually think, just looking at this, I reckon the Colts are going to probably squeak this over the Ravens. You reckon? I do. What's I the do. remaining games? So the Colts have got to play the Giants at home. Okay. Yeah. And then they're away to the Titans. And that's going to be the big game for mm. both Tennessee and for Indianapolis uh, is the week ti- 17. The Titans always tend to have, for the past couple of seasons anyway, have always had a must-win game on the last game of the season. It's always been an interconference game. And they've always won it and you know qualify for the playoffs. That's, last year it was the Jags. I think the year before it was the Texans, and they won both of them and qualified for the playoffs. So it's not uncommon for them, and they seem they have form for winning that game. Oh yeah, the Titans can always pull out a win. Yeah, that's interesting actually. If you look at it, and then so get spanked in the first the, game of the playoffs. Well, yeah. So the Titans. Or second. Are, so the Titans are uh, versus the Redskins and versus the Colts. So actually, yeah, it really could come down to that two home that, games. That, yeah, yeah. It could come down to that last game, Colts Titans game. See, not a dash was a sound. Well, if we think the Colts and Titans would beat the Giants and the Skins, respectively, then it's just that head matchup. But if you look at the Ravens' remaining schedule, they're at the Chargers. You would hope that would be a win for the Chargers. Difficult game. They haven't given up. They still want the the win division. They want to get the number one seed, not the fifth. Yes. And then they've got the Browns. And the Browns are going to want to stick that to the Ravens. There's no love lost between those two teams. Yep. Who have the Steelers got? Steelers have got the Saints away and then the Bengals. Well, this I've said this before. The Saints is a I I quite like the Saints to win that one. Um, Bengals they'll they'll lead all the way until the last minute of the fourth quarter, and then they'll start getting fisty <laughs> and fighty, and then they'll lose because that's what always happens Typically. when you play them last game of the season. It's what always happens. Yeah, I mean, so, Jeff Driscoll's not quite Andy Dalton, so uh, it might not even be that close. But uh, I don't think there's much in it, <laughs> <laughs> and it's in Pittsburgh as well. So I'm I'm crossing fingers there for a win and I think there's a chance that as I said we play up to our opposition there's a chance we could uh, beat out the, the Saints in New Orleans we, which, whatever Dallas happens, have shown how to beat them I think whatever happens even if the Steelers go through to the wild card and have to play a wild card game I think there's a fairly good chance you win that in a way so I don't think it matters well, yeah, not all that to, much yeah but you say that but if we get the fourth seed we're playing the fifth and that's mm. either the Chiefs or the Chargers I don't want to play over those two teams in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, to be the best, you've got to, we've got to beat the best. You've got to, yeah, but I'd like to have a bye, you know, like like your England always get. <laughs> this year, they ain't getting it, I don't think. Um, no. And for the Texans, they've got the Eagles away, Simon. Yes. Uh, and then they're home to the Jags, so... Jags suck. Yeah, Jags, Jags do suck. Yeah. Um, just let you know, there are 10 teams that could still make the playoffs. I know we only talked about the Colts and the Titans there. But the uh, Miami Dolphins are on seven and seven. They've got to play the Jags and then at the Bills. There's no reason why they can't win both those games to make it interesting. And the Cleveland Browns are the tenth team. You like your maths, Dave? 
So mathematically, they can still go through. They've currently got a 6-7-1 record. Now, to do this, the Browns have to win out. So win their both games, obviously. The Titans and Colts have to both tie uh, in Week 17 yeah. after losing in Week 16. Wow. So They need a minor miracle. Yeah. Uh, to put it in perspective, I think someone did odds on this, and you it's about 1,370-1. I think it's about 32 times more likely that Leicester win the Premier League in 2016. That's not true. That is. It's not. I think Leicester were 10,000-1 to 1 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, and this is 32 times more unlikely <laughs> to happen that the Colts and Titans tie their final game yeah, good luck after losing week 16 but that's <laughs> the Browns can still do it so I, ho- I hope that one I, I hope think, that one goes think... to overtime <laughs> and there's a last minute kick and it sort yeah. of hits the crossbar bounces twice and then goes over just I don't, so I don't think that'd be the most Browns thing to ever happen I don't think it'll matter I think they'll be gone by <laughs> by this weekend <laughs> Oh. I suppose. they're playing the Bengals at home I mean no, that's an easily winner yeah but game. they need both the Colts and Titans to lose, oh, so, okay, yeah. don't they? So and they do, yeah. So, and they they're do. both at home to what Redskins and the Giants, the Giants yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So move okay. on, move on from the Browns. <laughs> Sorry, Browns. <laughs> I, they've had a very good season. They Come have. on, you know, yeah, six no, wins no. already. They could finish eight, seven, or yeah. One. There was yeah. there was predictions of eight and eight from some people who were here. I know, crazy. Um, he who he who shall not be named. <laughs> um, I spoke to him today. I spoke to Point Radio today, and he reminded me that he called an eight and eight season. Um, which I strongly rebuffed. Yeah, I know, um, but that was with Hugh Jackson under, you know, as head yeah. coach. That's yeah. why all bets are off. Never going to happen. No. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I think they've had a great season, yeah, considering where they've come from as well. They've got a great foundation there for next year, definitely. Yeah. And they're again a very young squad, yeah. considering who they've got in a very young squad. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the NFC, then only nine teams in contention here. So the number one seed goes to the Saints at the moment, twelve and two. They're a game up on the Rams, eleven and three. Then you've got the Bears in the third seed, ten and four. All those three teams are, are guaranteed in the playoffs. Then you've got the Dallas Cowboys at eight and six, Seattle Seahawks eight and six in the fifth seed, and the Minnesota Vikings at seven, six and one have the final playoff spot at the moment. Uh, they're ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles, who are seven and seven, so half a game up. Um, They've got the same record as the Washington Redskins. Yeah. Uh, but the Eagles win the tiebreak over Washington based on head-to-head win percentage. And the other team that's still in contention are the Carolina Panthers. So statistically, they can still do it. Uh, they're at six and eight. Which will please Dave, because he can cling on to that. They're winning the Super Bowl yeah. prediction. It's not completely no, dead yet, not. Dave. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welching on that, are you? Yeah, I, I have, off I have been pedestal? for about a month and a half. I told you, I'm, I'm all on for the Steelers now. Good. Good. Well, when, yeah, I, when we lift good. the Lombardi trophy, Dave, you can say it was all down to you. Yeah, when you lift it and hand it to Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh, so, looking at the last fixtures, then, this is this has been a much more kind of turgid mm. NFC. Uh, it's, it's nice, though, that there's still effectively 19 teams who can qualify because by now we're down is. to sort of two, three and fours and we're going mm, this could happen yeah. this could happen there's been some teams who have had nice runs like the Colts apart from when they played against the Jags but that was an anomaly so we'll yeah. look over that but there's still a lot of teams and even up until last week there were teams who have been knocked out and it's just been nice that the league seems to have come together a bit more which a bit is a bit more always, parity you're right yeah. yeah there's no there's no winless team like the Browns this season yeah 
the, the worst teams have won three bloody games. Bloody close on a couple of occasions. <laughs> yeah, the two worst teams in the league have at least won three games each. Yeah. Um, but they have played each other as well. Yeah. Don't they as wins, so. <laughs> yeah, just saying. <laughs> they can always have a tie, don't yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at the bright side of things, all right? Um, so, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here in the last uh, last two weeks. Like I said, you've got f- really six teams there, apart from the three that have gone through that are head and shoulders above the rest of them mm. in the Saints, Rams and Bears. Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings, Eagles, Redskins and Panthers. I can't believe the Redskins are still in this. No. Well, they are but, only really by record, aren't they? They're not based on... Yeah, but they won last yeah, week as well. Yeah. They, they beat the Jags, but they still won the game and they're still in contention. They're not in I contention. I don't understand this. It's, <laughs> I know maths is, uh, is not, not on my side here, but... No, they're not in contention. I know that they are, but... <laughs> it's the lamb to the slaughter if they they're, get through. They're not. It's not <laughs> good for the league them? if they get into the playoffs, is it? No. Really? No. I don't think even the Redskins fan wants to get into the playoffs it would this be, team. It would be good for the league if they got into the playoffs and they had a bit of a run and they were competitive and well, it was yeah, an entertaining game. Yeah, but that, that kind no, of goes because, against what's likely no, no, to happen. Because yeah. it's a Cinderella story where there's a new quarterback, etc., etc. the chances are they're going to go into it and they're going to get tonked, mm. which probably isn't that good. No. You know. no. But no. Nobody wants to see that, really. I'm sure there's some New York fans who <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the Redskins look at their final schedule. They're at the Titans, and then they have got the Eagles at home. Yeah, so that's gonna be a big game there for the Eagles. Yeah, it really could be. Well, it depends on what what we do against the. You got the, the Texans, Texans this weekend. Yeah, you lost uh, still in it. Yeah. Mm. Have you not have you not been listening for the last five minutes? It was just, just all says numbers and words. They're half a game behind the Vikings. Yeah. Mm. And the Vikings are at the Lions, and then home to the Bears. Yes, yeah. Good luck. So you got another same same situation as Titans Colts then. All down uh, to that no, last game. No, more straightforward because we would need from well actually Eagles and Redskins they both would need the uh, Vikings to lose at least one and then win out and yeah one of the two are in. It gets more complicated <laughs> if both win, but we just, would be ahead just, on. Just say yes. No. Just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and then if you look at the, even the Cowboys they're in the fourth seed at the moment but they're eight and six so they're only one game ahead of the of the Redskins and the Eagles uh, the good news for the Cowboys is they've got a much easier run in yeah so it's just at the Bucks and then at the Giants at home against the Bucks and at the Giants are they? yes oh, okay so at home to the Bucks you'd expect a Dallas win there. yeah it'd be such a Dallas thing to do to lose to the Bucks though and have to take it to the next game skill <laughs> <laughs> how'd that happen yeah well yeah I mean if they can't score a point against the Colts then uh... yeah I... we haven't talked about the shutouts yet but there were two shutouts in uh, week 15 and the Cowboys were on the end of one of them yep Giants the other Go NFC Just East. <laughs> <laughs> the exciting league. Yeah, when when uh, yeah when the Redskins are getting you the wins, then uh, <laughs> not saying much for the league. You did manage to beat the Rams, though. Yes. Any any word on that Eagles team that beat the Rams with uh, Nick Foles on the centre again? It was like the back end of last season. Mm. A lot. Everyone said that that was quite good for you. As yeah, I recall. exactly. <laughs> so I'm right. slightly hopeful. You know. 
maybe being too optimistic way that we how might long, have another run. But how long is Carson Wentz out for? Well, he's out for as long as we're saying he's out for. Really, <laughs> <laughs> is he injured? Yeah. Is he really injured? Well, but I, I saying he's injured. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, they're saying that he's injured, but that he could play if it if he was really needed. Well, they're but, they're half a game out of the playoffs. Yeah, so. When are, when is the quarterback needed, Dave? Do you think if uh, it's not half a game out of the playoffs? I think I think looking at the game that you guys played against the Rams, you showed all of the Rams' shortcomings. I mean, going into the fourth, it was what thirty yeah. thirteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was it wasn't, wasn't really that close. And you look at the score, and it's twenty three thirty overall. And you're thinking, oh, is anyone scoring it? Maybe there's a no. It wasn't. Um, Although we did try our hardest to lose it towards the end. Yeah, but you. That's you, just garbage time points, yeah. though. So. Yeah, you guys do that quite a lot and then yeah. still end up winning it. Even last season, there was yeah. a few games where you tried your hardest to lose it but still managed to hold on. So it's kind of what you guys do. I, it was I, just, I, it, I just think there's a bit of a, a buzz, a weird like throwback to last season buzz around the team. So I think that's it'd be interesting. That's so what I, happens when you've got a good backup quarterback. Mm. See? They're invaluable. What do you know about a good backup quarterback? In I know Pittsburgh? quite a bit about a good backup you know quarterback. <laughs> Just you wait and see, sunshine. Yeah. Just you wait and see. Yeah, I saw it against uh, the the Raiders. You absolutely didn't. <laughs> no, you absolutely didn't. Did All he right. play? Did Josh Dobbs play against the Raiders? Coming in in relief is not the same as starting a game day. Just, right? just I say know yes. you don't know this. Just say yes. No. Just say yes. No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> That's the uh, the playoff look. Uh, just very quickly, in the draft order for next year. Currently Ooh. now the Arizona Cardinals have the number one spot. Then it's the Raiders. They're both at three and eleven. Uh, New York Jets at three. Forty ers now at four after they beat the Seahawks last weekend. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Forty ers are now down to the fifth. No, sorry, the fourth pick in the in the draft next year. Which, considering they haven't had even their second string quarterback available for a long time. It's pretty decent. Yeah, they've done all right. It's good, looking, it's looking good, it's good signs for them going into next season. Mm. Get get Jimmy G back fit. Yeah, and they're picking high again as well. well. Yeah, yeah. If if I'm them, I'm trading down. Take you a think? king. Yeah, take a king's ransom. It's what they did with. Um, it's what they did when Chicago picks up Trubisky. I think they did. They um, down. Yeah, do that again. One Lin- spot. Lynch will, a lot. Yeah, Lynch will trade up, get a king's ransom, loads of second, third round picks. Um, wouldn't shock me and they'll be a, a very decent team going forward again um, good signs good signs yeah. if if they can keep their their star happy and they can keep him fit mm-hmm. that's the main thing wise words yeah I don't, I don't know what they're going to pick up first in the draft because obviously Jared McKinnon's going to come back next year as well which is going to be another the same as picking up another draft pick as well uh, for those that don't know McKinnon was very good as a running mm-hmm. back for uh, for the Vikings so he's Good off the front foot, side, yes. good good sidestep. I yeah. know that because he and Dante absolutely Pettis torched us twice. Really good the yeah. last couple of weeks at wide receiver. I've been very impressed. You know, talk about George Kittle getting all the yards, but Dante Pettis has been catching some some quite deep balls as well. So good signs like, there yeah, for Sam Fran. Yeah, uh, yeah. Need to boost that D though. They That's do. The main thing. They do. So maybe they'll go for defense again. They've come defense quite a lot in the uh, in the draft. Yeah, did they? Was it them that picked up Ruben Foster? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then released him because it worked out. Do bite a nurse or something? 
<laughs> no, you're completely wrong. Uh, I know, I know, I am, but I thought I'd say something anyway. No, he's, <laughs> the thing is, it, pick up a pick up someone who's talented in the D. Um, that's going to help them significantly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they could be they could easily be one of those teams who become sneaky good overnight. Mm. Like the, yeah, watch out next year. Yeah, like Chicago, for example. Yeah. Not a lot of people weren't expecting Chicago to be as good as they were. Mm. Some people were. Um, so yeah they could quite easily be next year's next year's uh, outsider dark horse yeah so yeah just quickly then uh, go back through that so the first pick is the Cardinals second pick is the Raiders third pick the Jets fourth the 49ers fifth is the Jags sixth is the Falcons seven Lions eight Giants nine Bucks and ten Bills it's amazing that the Falcons are picking that high it is well if you lose a load of games that's what happens they're too good to be picking there man (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's rough the record says different where were the Jags picking fifth and they need a quarterback I don't know if there's a quarterback in there so either they they, be at fifth yeah mm, that's the thing today by the time fifth pick comes along uh, yeah. that's going to be a hot Although topic the of, Cardinals are going to move out of first if they don't you know, if they've got yeah well they've just picked up Rosen so yeah they're going to they're not going to go for a quarterback with the first pick but do the four teams ahead of them need a quarterback though Raiders okay. Jets no 49ers no Arizona, Arizona do. So, Arizona, Arizona really do. do. I just don't know it. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jets don't. Oh, I think they know it. don't. Falcons don't yet, really. Ra- Raiders are a funny one because obviously they're looking to chop car. Uh, now they've got Peterson, though. Peterman, rather. Um, <laughs> Peterson. <laughs> See, I don't even know the guy's name. I got his wrong. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be When it comes to silly season and people are doing mock drafts galore and there's going to be movements all over the place, which yep. I'm sure we'll join in the fun with yeah yeah as well as we often do um i think what's going to be very interesting next year is not only what happens at number one but the teams that move around just above that that's going to be very very interesting because with bryce love coming in the draft as well um who's now the elite running back probably my favorite player coming out going into a draft for quite some time um there's going to be a lot of teams moving around for him so it'll be interesting but if you'd have asked me previously I'd have said Raiders are picking number one overall <laughs> and they're not which is surprising they're close they're getting close yeah they are getting close so it's the picks week 15 is done before we talk about the week 16 uh, selections we'll better go through what happened in week 15 so the king was up against Jake who the Chiefs fan and at the end of the day the King got 10 right and 6 wrong. Jake, 9 right and 7 wrong. So, it does mean that we've got a tie at the moment in the yeah. overall standings. Just to go through where it went wrong for both uh, both guys. So, both King and Jake selected the Seahawks to beat the 49ers. That didn't work out. And they picked it, the Patriots to beat the Steelers. A pox on both their houses. Uh, they both didn't get points for that one. Uh, then Jake picked the Bengals to beat the Raiders so he won that matchup Titans to beat the Giants won that matchup Eagles to beat the Rams and the Redskins to beat the Jags King picked the Chargers to beat the Chiefs the Browns to beat the Broncos Bills to beat the Lions Vikings to beat the Dolphins and Colts to beat the Cowboys and that was how it ended up being 10-6 over 9-7 so the final score at the moment uh, is 137 apiece out of two two two. It's pretty good going. We've got two weeks left, guys. 
two weeks left. Week 17 is always a bit special. Uh, but we're going to move on to week 16's matchups. And we do have a new challenger. We do. Don't we, Sai? We do, yes. Who have we got this week? We've got Dean. Dean! Who is a Saints fan. Oh, okay. Well, he must be pretty happy with the current uh, standings. He is, yeah. How long, I, has he, how long has he been a Saints fan? A long time? Or? Uh... Since September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your old classic line. Uh, five or six years. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, still Drew Brees. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So let's go through the games. Then we've got the King's picks here, thankfully. He's uh, sent them in early this week. So, no Thursday night game, but we've got two Saturday night games. First up, it's the Washington Redskins at the Tennessee Titans. What's Dean gone with? Dean's gone for the Titans. Okay, so is the king. That would be the sensible pick. It would, yep. Well done to both. <laughs> Congratulations in advance. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the... Bolt- this can be a good one. The Baltimore Ravens at the LA Chargers. Dean? He's gone for the Chargers. Yeah, well, of course the king's gone for the Chargers. So that's a tie so far. Mm. I'm pretty sure we're going to get some differences, though. There's a, there's a couple of rogue ones in here. Okay, let's so. hope so. Anything uh, shouting out to you there, Dave, or you think that's the right pick so far? No, I'd have gone with both of those two yeah, as well. Yeah. So, Sunday, let's start up with the Cincinnati Bengals. They finally got a win uh, last weekend against the Raiders. This week, they're going up against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, Ohio. Browns. Dean has gone for the Browns. Browns. So's the King. Wow. Browns are on a roll. Uh, yeah. And just despite the fact that Bengals beat the Raiders, that doesn't say anything. Anymore. No. So, yeah, Browns is the sensible pick. Then we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Dallas Cowboys. Dean's gone for the Cowboys. Cowboys are six and one at home, two and five away, and yeah. Bucks have only got one win away, so that would make sense. King has also gone with the stats. Cowboys to win that one. Yeah, makes sense. Then it's the Minnesota Vikings, desperate to get into the playoffs. They're at the Detroit Lions, whose season is already over. So I said it went a bit rogue. He's gone Lions. He is gone for the Detroit Lions. Oh, Nelly. Wow. Well, you can only be wrong. <laughs> Dave, you're shaking your head. <laughs> I am. Uh, good luck. Look, these things can happen, all right? I mean, he has gone for the Vikings. At least so. we know we've got a difference, though. Yeah. You know, so there's a chance. <laughs> we, the people need to step up in week 16 because we need to have an advantage going into the last one. Next up, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen there. It's the Buffalo Bills. At the New England Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> yeah, Patriots are 6-0 at home. Only the Raiders and Cards have worse points differential uh, than the Bills. So, yeah, unfortunately. The King has also gone for the easy pick, and that's the Patriots. Then we've got the Green Bay Packers trying to avoid that uh, away winless season. They're at the New York Jets. Team in green will win. Thank you, Dave. Yep, Dean well done, says... Dave. Dean's gone for the Jets. Oh, I would love that to happen. That would be brilliant. They've got a chance, actually, they put Donald back in the starting lineup. And also, we still don't necessarily know what the Packers are going to do at quarterback. Well, if they do bench Aaron Rodgers, exactly. Sean Kaiser, then that could be a brilliant pick. Yeah. Uh, obviously, King has gone safe and gone for the Packers, even though if that's, that's somehow safe, I don't know anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> Playing away, that's yeah. not safe. Uh, so, the Houston Texans... They're playing at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to unfriend Dean now because he's <laughs> gone for the Texans. So here's hoping he's wrong there. So's the king. 
Oh. I mean, you know, the Texans are playing well at the they moment. They are. It's not exactly a rogue pick, is it? No, it's not honest. rogue. They are. <laughs> Nonetheless, burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's <was> bit harsh. <laughs> I was thinking more about last week. So, so far we've had a pox on dealers. both your houses and burn in hell. <laughs> Could quite frankly get an F-bomb, you mother effing C in a minute. <laughs> Uh, right, so next up, where are we? Uh, yeah, it's the Atlanta Falcons. They're playing the Carolina Panthers. NFC South matchup. Panthers need this win. Dean's gone for the Falcons. Ooh. Which I think is going to be a bit of a, another rogue one. That is rogue. Yeah. I mean, King's gone for Panthers. Yeah. Falcons only got one away win. Mm. Um, but they do have Julio Jones, who got his third season with 1,500 receiving yards. That's tied for the most second most sorry in history I guess Dean's just been listening to Dave and figures this is going to carry on being terrible so. the matchup of the perennial underachievers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got another difference there uh, King Panthers Dean with the Falcons then we've got the New York Giants they're at the Indianapolis Colts 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 obviously yeah. Colts have fixed that O-line um if you look at it they gave up 56 sacks last year which is the worst in the NFL mm. this year they've only given up 16 which is the second fewest that is a really good turnaround isn't it yep when you give Andrew Luck some time to throw the ball and you've got to see it's all because of one man as well in Quentin that offensive Nelson. line Quentin Nelson I said to you in the draft he is amazing he should be up and, for offensive rookie of the year uh, yes yeah I agree if he's not, then there's something wrong with the system. Uh, yeah, there was there was a clip of him. I want to say it was him against Colton Miller, but I think that might just be my <laughs> that mind. That can't happen. I know, I'm saying, I don't think it was. <laughs> but it's where he just completely ran over someone and literally t- put an, um, a defensive back in. Yeah, completely yeah, yeah. on his ass, just <laughs> ran over it. <laughs> the guy's an animal. He's <laughs> an absolute animal. But yeah. Talking of animals, we've got two in the next matchup. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Miami Dolphins. Dean's gone for the Jags. <laughs> He's gone for the Jags. He's gone for the Jags. <sighs> he obviously Dolphins still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. yeah, and also he can't have seen them. The Jags last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Kings gone for Dolphins. You never know. You never you know. Never know. Uh, uh, as the game's being played on land, you have to go for the Jaguars because <laughs> Dolphins rely on water. Really. Mm, so that, he's made a sensible bit. Of yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Wow. Dolphins are six and one at home. Only one and six away. So they're playing at home. I'd have gone with the Dolphins. Yeah. But, uh, can't have it all. Then we've got the LA Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. And before you say it, okay, Cardinals do like playing divisional games. They If they can get for one game, it's the divisional game. Mm-hmm. So Just wasting your breath. I know. So Dean's gone for the Rams. But yeah. I mean, that's because any normal person would. Yeah, yeah, so is the king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for that little bit of information. I was just going to tell you that the Cards do like to pull an upset in divisional games. They've actually won more games away from home than at home. That's not good for the Cardinals playing at home this weekend, but... Uh... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no difference. No, still the Rams. Uh, Chicago Bears. They're at the San Francisco 49ers. Let me guess. Bears? No. What? <laughs> he hasn't, has he? He's gone for the 49ers. Oh, dear. Does he watch the picks. NFL? Yes. He does? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm loving these picks. Well, King's gone for the Bears, but the King always plays it safe. So mm. you would. I love a man that swings to the fences. So already Dean is, uh, is one up on the You box. know what? Maybe he's thinking foot off the pedal now. Maybe. Maybe. 
I bloody doubt it, but I maybe. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to make some reason. Good luck to him, that's what yeah. I'm going to say. As long as he's not hurting anyone, he's having fun. Exactly. Good luck to him. I can guess this next one then. So it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, fresh off beating the uh, New England Patriots 17 Uh They're playing at the New Orleans Saints. So, of course, Dean, the Saints fan, mm-hmm. has gone for the Saints, hasn't he? No. <laughs> he has gone for the Steelers. Like all challengers, they have to pick against yeah. their team. Well done, Dean. The King has obviously gone for the Saints. Uh, so, again, pox on your house there, King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two games left. First of all, it's a Sunday night game. It's the Kansas City Chiefs still wanting that number one seed. Uh, they're at the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a game. Yeah, that's a good one. A game. That's a good one. It's one of those where, with if you take last weekend out, it would have been mm. better. Oh, but yeah, the Seahawks had won last week. Yeah, um, but they can be more desperate in the clink now mm, to uh, to get true. their win. But Dean's gone for the Chiefs. Yeah, so's the King. Yeah, but um, I could go either way. Yeah. I I fancy the Seahawks in that one. Yeah, which means that. Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. the Seahawks now. Yeah. No, no, I don't think so. They're currently in the wild card spot. Um, they so, are. Um, yeah, I think they. Uh, I think they've got a good chance, and it's difficult to play in Seattle as well. Rookie quarterback playing in Seattle, although he's in rookie quarterback. We, really, I mean, yes. you know, he's a rookie about quarterback. Pat Mahomes. It's his second year officially. A rookie quarterback. That's why he's not up for offensive rookie of the year. Mm. Well, you know what I'm Just saying. MVP. <laughs> Insert yawn here. <laughs> <laughs> When he beats the doors off the Seahawks, then uh, the voting should be closed. Could happen. Hmm. Monday night game. This is the one we've all been waiting for. It's the Denver Broncos at the Oakland Raiders. Listen, right. Denver Dave versus Punk Raider. Listen, you're going to arm wrestle for the win. Listen, this is, even as a joke, this wouldn't be funny picking the Raiders. <laughs> all right, so let's not get silly. Let's not, not, not have no silly season. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to have words with Dean now. What's Dean gone for? Oh, he picked the Broncos, didn't Good he? Oh, so's the king. Oh. Yeah, that's disappointing. <laughs> well, well, it's, could, it's not. Let's I could be not honest. Go for the Raiders, eh? Because you know. they suck. Yeah, as I far know, as that has to be, is that the? Is it the worst Monday night football game <laughs> in? I don't want to say in history, but in recent memory. No, wasn't there one earlier on this season that was bad on paper like as well? Bills versus oh, Detroit, well, or something like that. Exactly. We'd have to look back. Yeah, really hard, yeah. But, it's uh, it's I'm not. Sure a, there was another it's terrible not an elite one. Game. I have a sneaky suspicion it was involving the Raiders and again. So. <laughs> there's, and there's been a couple of Raiders. There was Denver versus Arizona on a Thursday night, and that was pretty bad. I mean, it's the one where we scored them. Even um, Manuel Sanders threw a touchdown, mm. <laughs> so it literally did. He threw it to call the sun. So. It could it could end up being a really close game because of the number of injuries we got and there'd be a couple of points in it. So it could end up being actually quite interesting. Yeah. Um, could. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean I'm not staying up to watch it. No. Are you gonna watch that one day? Um no. Okay. Because um we are going up north for Christmas and it's Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. Uh, it is Christmas Eve. And Christmas we've hired a cottage out and they don't even have Wi Fi. Yes. Is that allowed anymore? I, d- I didn't think it was possible. I'm expecting a mangle um, as well <laughs> to have to dry my own clothes and stuff. So yeah, I probably won't be watching it, unfortunately. Oh well, we'll uh, we'll text you the score then. I can't even uh, WhatsApp you the score. <laughs> Te- I, I don't even remember. I don't even think my phone can accept text messages. <laughs> send send me a telegram. All right, send we'll me do. a telegram. 
So those are the picks, and that was the podcast. Thank you very much to Jake for your picks last week. Thank you for Dean for this week. Obviously, we're hoping the people win and get the advantage going into the deciding week 17 against the King versus the people. Um, next week, it'll probably be a Thursday, thanks to December and Christmas getting in the way of everything that we record. Um, but we will look to get a podcast out next week, obviously, um, and then moving into the postseason. We're on the countdown to 100 episodes. I don't know how close we are, Dave. you got any idea? Close. We're really close, aren't we? close i think we're very close i think we're like 97 or something now sure maybe 98 okay as statistically accurate as ever dave well done <laughs> we're close it's not my job though is it that's not what i do for kind of your job <laughs> <laughs> i can tell if you hold on for uh, about 15 to 20 minutes i could probably tell 15, you 20 minutes no, we no we're, good. That. we're good i ain't got time for that um remember guys if you want to hit us up on twitter you can do it at jim and the king also uh, go to jim com to find out all of our footage and make sure you like and subscribe to the videos and the uh podcast obviously Dave you got a count on it 95 95 this oh. is number 95 this one we're recording right now is 95 mm-hmm. okay so yeah no video this week again but we were hoping to get the king back next week really hoping for week 17 and then we can start with that up again um, but yeah anything else you guys want to add before I close off that's it for me for week 15 I think so yeah Whew. excellent well until next week I've been Jim that's been Never Dave that's been Simon thank you so much for listening 